Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. We're safe. 
WKNC 88.1. You guys were just listening to some music from the Eno Mountain Boys. That was the open road. These guys are joining me in studio now for the rest of the hour. We're going to be talking a little bit about their most recent album that came out, Deer Velvet, um, along with some of the upcoming shows they got, a little bit of the history behind the band. And we're going to have uh, quite the eclectic mix of music throughout this hour. Usually when you got stuff like this, you can kind of always expect what someone's going to play. But I'm like, oh, what kind of artist are you guys looking for? And it's like, I, you guys are going to be surprised. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but first off, you guys can introduce yourselves to everyone out here in Radio Land so they'll know who they're listening to. What's up, guys? Uh, we're the Eno Mountain Boys. My name's Sean Garrett. I play banjo and sing a little bit. My name's Christopher Jones. I play uh, lots of stringed instruments, lead guitar and uh, steel guitar. I want to give a shout-out to Riley O'Connor. I'm uh, Dylan Shambly. I play a uh, little bit of guitar and uh, sing a little bit. My name's Adam Staley. I play drums for the band. And we'll give a shout-out to uh, Matt Smith. He's at a wedding right now. He's our bass player. He's, uh keeps the rhythm section, you know, keeps it going tight. And uh, shout-out to Mark Valenti getting married. Awesome. So uh want to go ahead and kind of start at, like, the origins of the band. So, like, who, who originally brought everyone together? Like, was there, like, a founding member that kind of was like, this is a project I'm interested in. Let's bring all these friends together for it. Well, like what, how did it start out basically? To tie in, to tie in, uh, it's a long story, very short, but Sean and I met in uh, third and fourth grade and uh, we've been playing music together. Uh, we played our first show together in about 10th grade um, in high school, Battle oh, of the Bands. Grade, actually. The morning hour, ninth grade. And, uh, you know, we uh, went our separate ways. We've done our separate things and we've uh ended up here together and we actually um in high school sean quit the band that we first started together joined a band with uh chris our current lead guitarist and um they played together for a few months lost a guitarist i ended up joining the band and um solidified that and we played together for years and years and we played with a band a lot called idea beauty um our current drummer is the uh, drummer in that band. We ended up with him. You know, he was a drummer we've known for years and years. So it's awesome to be playing with someone that you, uh, you know, we were going out to their shows in high school. You know, we were trying to book that band. And it's cool to end up with that, you know, with that kind of guy. And shortly after, um, the band was called the Athenian Mercury that we were in in high school. Uh, you know, kind of metal, punk rock stuff. You know, we draw from that some, you know. And, you know, that taught us kind of who we are and um, how we play, but they lost a guitarist. I joined that band, and um, shortly after, played in a pop-punk pop band called In Serenade for a while. Um, once that band uh, disbanded, I started jamming on uh, the Eno Mountain Boys, and the first person I shouted at was Sean, and um, he was doing, at the time, a project called Michael in His Garden, and uh, he started. we played shows together, actually, and he would come and do some harmonica and vocals on those tracks, and Next thing you know, we were like, you know, let's add a drummer. And we ended up with, you know, a guy we've been playing around for six, seven years now. And uh, we've had numerous, you know, guitar players, fiddle players. And the band has taken kind of drastic, crazy turns here and there. But we ended back up with uh, Chris Jones, who technically taught me how to play guitar. And, um, you know, it's an amazing thing to be playing with guys that you've known for so long and that you have so much musical experience with and you end back, you know, end up all together and it's so natural, you know. You can uh, 
hate each other, love <laughs> each other, and it's just perfect. In yeah, and it seems like like that really shows not just like in the recordings, but like with live shows as well. I got to see the uh, one of the Shikori preview shows that you guys did at Tier Nog a while back, yeah, um, it and it's like you can just kind of see the chemistry on stage. Like it's clear you guys have known each other for a while. You obviously really enjoy playing music together. So it's I don't I feel like stuff like that it it really like bleeds into the music, and it's awesome to see like a genre like this. I feel like it really lends itself to it because. Punk, people have a lot of fun with it. Country, you always see people having a lot of fun with it. And then it just kind of comes together. It's awesome. Yeah, and that's what I feel like really makes our band something special is we come from this background. And um, it's it's pretty, you know, we're heavily metal and punk rock um, infused. And we, you know, once we start, when we first started playing, it was Sean and I on acoustic guitar and banjo only. And once we uh, added these members, you know, it turned into this different monster you know and uh it's one thing that shows is when we play live you you can take what you think you would get from a country band and uh and you can put a real punk punk rock band in front of that or even metal and you know we've been playing together for so long that being you know i i'm speaking personally here but the energy that i feel is just amazing and so far beyond what i feel like i would have just playing with any other people yeah, and I think, like I said, that definitely like permeates in the show, in the music. Um, so, like how you mentioned, you know, it very it started very much acoustically. So, what what steps would you say? It seems like it's more of like a natural progression. But what steps would you say it took to get to the more punk infused country, rather than just like two acoustic instruments playing this kind of like rustic kind of music? Um, I think uh, really how that kind of developed with us was almost by mistake. Um, we went through so many different people that, you know, we got to play with a whole bunch of people, Wes Jordan, Jesse Jordan, to name a few, Omar Ruiz Lopez, um, just to name a few of them, Pete Pauzy. Uh, like I said, the list goes on and on. And really, um, we were getting a bunch of guys that were heavily involved in other projects and other, and more involved in other aspects of their lives and just kind of uh, fell into a uh, plan, ended up back with Chris Jones and then, uh, Matt Smith, our bass player, was right there, uh, ready to step in. And um, and then really what solidified us, you know, saying, hey, we're going to be more of a punk rock style band, uh, was really getting Adam Staley into the group. And Dylan mentioned that he uh, played in a band that we really looked up to and uh, uh, Idea Beauty. And it was just really crazy. I remember uh, the first time we had Staley out to play, um, I was as just as nervous as I sound right now. Um, just because we were so into his former bands. So anyways, that's really what solidified it. Him coming from like a post-hardcore heavy metal style background was really like uh, us being like, well, if we're going to have such a great drummer, then uh, right. we should we should just yeah. go full like, on. Utilize it. And that's kind of <laughs> when I looked into like, you know, going from acoustic banjo to now I play like an electric banjo. And I got really into people like uh, Bella Fleck um, and figuring out like, how to actually go about, like, you know, what kind of amp should I get, you know, what kind of actual electric-style banjo could I get, and it took a while, but, you know, we figured out all the steps, and it just kind of, like I said, it was almost by mistake, and it was really because of the group that we got together why we decided to take this path. Go from playing acoustic guitars to picking up, you know, electric guitars and <laughs> and arm jams and... You know, picking up on uh, something that we think is really us. It definitely better suits us, <laughs> I'd say. 
Yeah, and so did you have any experience like like playing this kind of music before, or was it all kind of just like the post-hardcore kind of thing? Um, yeah, I had some experience. I played with a country band in Hillsboro, actually. Country Bob and the Ruckus, yeah. Uh, so I did that for a little while, and so I got more used to trying to play to just a metronome and sit back more. I mean, I still have a lot of fun, obviously, but um, it's just... It was helpful playing that before I came into this. And um, speaking on the last uh, uh, subject, I was actually practicing music in a storage unit just by chance, like four units down from these guys when they were doing in Serenade. And I was playing with a metal band and City of Medicine. Ben, if you're listening, what's up? <laughs> uh, we were playing down the uh, down the way, and we're like, wait a minute, that's in Serenade. And we didn't even know they were down there. So that's what kind of hooked me back up with those guys. And then shortly after, we started doing Eno stuff. And um, that's, you know, just kind of like, you know, just luck that we heard them down the way. And was like, right. hey, guys, what's up? And that's pretty much how I ended up playing. And I haven't looked back. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. But right now you're getting ready to hear some live music in studio here from Eno Mountain Boys. I'm going to let them throw a little intro here for you guys. What's up, guys? Uh, this song is called Good Old Buddy. Um, I guess just like every other song, it's kind of specifically about one friend of ours, but it pertains to every friend out there that we have. So this one goes out to all you guys. Shout out to Weaver Street. <laughs> Good old buddy, let's sing a song, a drinking song tonight on the lawn. After work, having a beer before we drive home. That brown bottle is a constant friend, and we know he'll be there until the end. Even if it's brought on by the friendship that we have. Even if it tangles up our brain 
WKNC 88.1. That was some live music here in the studio from the Eno Mountain Boys. That was good old buddy. Um, want to talk a little bit about like some of the composition that you guys have just in terms of songwriting. So like, do you guys like mostly split up your songwriting duties? Do you all kind of write them together? Or do you just like bring mostly full songs in and jam it out? It's a big jumbled mess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, really, honestly, there are a bunch of songs that Dylan wrote, and we kind of started on those. And most of this album that we're putting out is that. And when we brought everyone into the mix as a whole, like five-member band, uh, and basically re-recorded this album about a year ago after we had already finished the entire album and decided to scrap it. Um, but uh, basically, man, finish me off there, Dylan. Well, you know, we recreated it, you know. We started off with this one thing, and it was me and Sean kind of playing together. And, you know, next thing you know, like we said, you know, we were like, you know, we got this this other guitarist. We pulled him in. Next thing you know, you know, you got a full drum kit, and it turns into this monster that at first you thought was like kind of a folk bluegrass thing. And then, you know, next thing you know, you've got this uh, separate entity. And um, But as far as the songwriting process goes, you know, we, we evolved from that, and... Um, you know, it's it might be an early shout out, but uh, we've we, we've been writing a lot of new songs recently, and uh, it's gone a lot more from me coming to the guys with a skeleton to, um, you know, me and the other guitarist Chris writing a lot together musically, and then uh, Sean and I kind of collaborating a lot more together on, you know, writing something something together. Which me and Sean have been working. We've been writing lyrics, man, since we were, <laughs> you know. 10th grade writing uh you know i'll call it poetry even but uh i don't know you if know. i call it that <laughs> sean doesn't want you know, to call it something that. like but, that uh, you know we've been writing stuff together for so long and it's amazing to work with this guy that not only you know i'm like hey here's this uh here's this vocal melody but i uh, you know i can be like here's this lyric and this guy you know pumps out something that's totally identifies with something that i would have put out and you know, and just musically, you know, we spoke on it earlier, but we've all played together so many times and worked together so many times that it 
flows pretty naturally from us you know we'll have a we'll have a moment where it's like hey man do you want that and you know and it's so it's it's awesome working with guys that you know because it's like well you know i think we should do this and you know it's a collaborative effort you know and yeah, Matt, shout out to Matt Smith on the uh, piano here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems like it, it kind of takes away a lot of like the 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 worries that some folks might have with an early starts of a band. Like, because this is the first full length you guys have put out now at this totally. point, right? right? So yeah, like, and it's and it's clear though that like like we've been mentioning, you guys have been playing for a while together because it all feels very natural. Like, it seems like there's a, a very clearly defined like musical path at this point. So would what would you say like some of the newer songs that you guys have been writing compared? like to the stuff that you can hear here on Deer Velvet. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and say um, you know, a little a lot of it's more, you know, a lot of these were written acoustically driven. So, I'd say for the new songs, you know, we've really adapted to electric guitars and playing those, you know, in a fashion where you're not just blasting and you know, you you, you really have to work into a, you know, an alt rock vibe with it and you you know, you don't want to just come out you know, so strong on with, with distortion and whatnot. So a lot of our new tracks are, you know, a lot of clean guitars that may be a little loud. And honestly, um, to go ahead and say it, me and the uh, lead guitarist, Chris Jones, we uh, listen to a lot of Leonard Skinner. And, awesome. you know, we, we draw a lot from, like, American, you know, classic kind of rock like that. I've always been, like, it's so cliche, but a huge Led Zeppelin fan. And, you know, I pull from a lot of, like, rock like that. But I try and take, like, you know the alt-country lyrical twist with it and really give you something personal that you can identify with and something that's everyone can relate to instead of, like, a pop radio country vibe. And then we also try and twist in, you know, if we feel like we need to be a little bit heavier, you know, we're going to give you uh, we're gonna give you some, some, some electric guitar. <laughs> so I love Black Sabbath on that note. <laughs> It, it's all coming together now at this point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so, and one of the songs that you guys have on Deer Velvet, George Jones song, like it, it's it's clear that there's obviously George Jones influence inside you guys. But like country wise, what are what are some of the other things that you that really got you guys into the genre? Um, I mean, I think for me, I there was a period in time when I really got into bands uh, that really kind of drove the like alt country rock movement, like. Uh, Brian Adams and uh, Wilco and uh, man, so many others. Uh, so a little more contemporary rather than yeah, like the classic country. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. And that kind of really for me, I guess, when I was around 18 or 19, I started really getting into those bands, and uh, that kind of you know led me into you know Bob Dylan and the Rolling Stones and stuff like that. And um, that's kind of what got me more into the country. And then when Dylan asked me to be a part of this project uh, years ago. I was It just kind of felt right. And I would say that for me, you know, him drawing from Wilco and some of the um, more kind of modern rock type bands of that nature, you know, I'd, I, I've been, when I started embarking on this project, I was, I was really, you know, George Jones' song is a perfect example of, you know, I'm, George Jones is easily my favorite musician and what I, you know, I set out, you know, I you always set out writing a song to what you want it to be. What it turns out as is something totally different, you know. But when I set out writing that song, you know, I was like, I want to write a George Jones song, you know. And I was like, I'm going to call this George Jones song. And, uh, you know, an homage. And he had actually passed away maybe 
a few weeks. Right around the time when it yeah, started. right around the time that it. we really started, you know, recording it and, and, and finishing it up. And uh, for me, you know, George Jones is, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this, he's the king of rock and roll to me. And I won't <laughs> say country. Um, he's one of my biggest influences out there. And, you know, his 80s stuff is really more rock. And I try and draw from that. And we, you know, we compile it all together. Our influences combined kind of, you know, make us what we are. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's very clear that there's a lot of different musical areas that you guys draw from. And it, in turn, pulls it into this one, like, unique sound. Because, obviously, there's people that are doing similar things. But I don't I don't think there's really anyone, especially in this area, that's really, like, making the kind of music that you guys are. Which, frankly, in a local music Thank scene you. like this one, it's, it's impressive. Because a lot of people really do feed off of each other in that way. So... Basically, this is me like t- tooting your horn for you. Um, <laughs> we really we're gonna it. we're gonna take a brief break from conversation here. Hear a little bit more of the music that these guys have picked out for you guys. I'm gonna hear another studio track here as well, and then maybe another in studio performance before we cut out the hour. We got about 20 minutes left here, but right now we are getting ready to hear Limville Gorge from Eno Mountain Boys. You sell your story and your past, yeah. And then you leave town uh-huh, And you never look back And you've got a heart But it's pumped in black And then
WKNC 88.1. You guys were just listening to Limville Gorge from Eno Mountain Boys. And here throughout the next, like, 10 minutes or so, we're just going to cram in, like, as much music as we possibly can <laughs> for you guys. Um, so wrapping things up here with this hour of Carolina Grown, we've had the Eno Mountain Boys in throughout the past hour. So you guys have heard quite a few tracks from them, some of their favorites from around the area. Um, just so you guys are aware, these guys are going to be performing actually next week at the Commune Day Festival and Picnic at Elodie Farms, and that is out in Rougemont, North Carolina. going to be an awesome time. There's a lot of food, drinks, vendors out there and stuff. So definitely if you're interested in stuff like that, you can check that out on Facebook and I'll let these guys share where you can find all of their music if you're interested in that as well. Uh yeah. Um so big shout out to Elodie Farms for letting us be a part of that. We're really excited about that one next Saturday. Um but yeah anyways guys you can find us all over any of your social media outlets. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and uh I think that's about it. Uh Reverb Nation. It's all you know Mountain Boys backslash you know Mountain Easy enough to remember um, a band name. You CD can also find our album Dear Velvet over at cdbaby.com. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. It'll be up on all awesome. of these sites shortly as well. These guys are going to be playing out with one more studio track, and then we're going to close things out for the hour with one more track from their album before we switch on over to Friday Night Request Rock with Uncle Paul. So these guys are getting ready to play one more in studio, and then we're going to close out with Raised by Wolves, and that's off that Deer Velvet album that you guys can find online as well. Next week, we're going to have Magpie Feast here in the studio with us for some live performance and interviews as well. So definitely tune in, and if you missed any of this, we will have it online as well at the blog at wknc.org slash blog. So this will be the last that you hear of me, and the rest is going to be Eno Mountain Boys for you guys. Have a great weekend. Big shout-out to the Piedmont Regulators on this one. This song's called Me and Mine. Shout-out to Leah and Punchy, too. And the Wood Nickel, the Plath. <laughs> Weaver Street Market. Mm. Fresh. <laughs> you got your big city suit. I got my cowboy boots. You got your Cadillac. I got my walking shoes. You got your night on the town. And I got nothing. Sipping drinks with your famous friends. I got my PBR hands. You've never worked a day, and I got these calloused up hands. You got your daddy's money, but you still won't mind. And I will
got breakfast in bed in the morning. I got a fire for burning. No, it don't matter if I'm stoned. My parents, they brought me up working. I got all the money I need. I learned that life is free. I know when you see me on the streets, you won't your private jet I got a fish to catch no I ain't never been a prophet but I'll tell you that I bet that behind your smile you got a serpent's tongue and one day you'll burn you'll burn for all those things that you Tell your boy!